0: Discover something you'll really, really love. Grilling with pellets. Green Mountain Pellet Grills are the top of the line, best of the best, but not the highest in price. And be sure to check out all of their flavor rubs, sauces, and pellets for the Green Mountain Grill all on their website. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to peruse the entire product's portfolio. And buy Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets. Two thirds oak, one third flavor wood, giving you that perfect combination of BTU burn and sweet, succulent smoke you're looking to get all over your meat. A wide variety of flavors, so please go to the website to check it out and get yours today. Barbecuers Delight, which is BBQRSDelight.com.
1: This is Jennifer Polymus from Chalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central.
0: Good evening and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. Rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Two ways to get in touch with the show tonight if you want to do it. 877 448 0433 is the phone number. You can also email the show if you want to. Greg at TheBBQCentralShow.com Those are your two bits of contact information Lots to get into uh, Anything else you want to find out about the show Of course you can visit the website TheBBQCentralShow.com Here's what's coming up 14 past the hour uh, We have a two segment set aside uh, I don't know if we'll get uh, through all two segments Or whatever but I wanted to set aside enough time Just in case Former pit, former current But band Or whatever. however you want to call it, uh, but former pitmaster of the Q team, Daniel Pomerantz, joins us in about uh, 12 minutes from now, 13 minutes from now, to talk about events that happened last August. Uh, if you're not familiar, we'll get a little backstory about that. Uh, KCBS punishment, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, so it's a promise to be a, a no-holds-barred, all names mentioned, all this kind of a thing. And, and again, uh, this will be uh, Daniel Pomerantz's side of the story. And we'll take it from there. Second hour, Mike McDearman joins me, 14 past 10. Uh, we'll be talking about the uh, Great American uh, grilling tour. Also, uh, the new product that he has out that might change the chicken world forever. And 35 past the hour of 10, smoking guitar player Fred Bernardo joins me as well. So, jam-packed show, as always, looking forward to that. 877-448-0433, com. I did get a note from uh, Kevin Bevington, creator of the Outdoor Cooking Channel, and he wanted me to pass this along to you. Uh, first of all, to the Barbecue Central Show viewers, to the Outdoor Cooking Channel, First, want to say thank you. Next, want to say that you can now view the live stream using your iPad or iPhone using Roku. You should be able to uh, to view using Flash Player just like before. However, if you are using an Android device or using Chromebook, you have an older version of Flash. You may be presented with an image that says your browser does not support HTML5 live streaming. Just click on the video or on that button that says "Launch External Player" and it should open a separate player with the live video streaming. If you're having problems with that, just go to the contact page at outdoorcookingchannel.com, send a note, and we'll uh, go ahead and help you best you can. Again, that is from Kevin Bevington from Outdoor Cooking Channel. So HTML5 now up and running. What's crackle sound? What echoing? I should shouldn't I be good? Hold on. Uh oh. Wait. Oh no. Oh no. Can I go? Tools, settings. Uh oh. General settings. Oh no. That's good. Yeah. All right. Should be just like that. Anywho, we'll go from there. Sorry about that. There was no lead-in music either. Sure, there was. Absolutely. Everybody can hear me, right? All right. Um. So uh, don't forget, you can stream live, uh, this show live on Roku, if you want to watch it on your television. Uh, Absolutely uh, one of those deals. If you want to take care or or, or make use of the IP television technology, as it were. And, uh, you know, some people don't want to strain their eyes when it comes to watching this show. Hey, I appreciate that more than anybody. Who am I kidding? All right. So last week we had a little bit of technical issues with uh, my dad and talking about the grill bots. So I wanted to make sure that we could kind of redo that again in proper fashion. So we race back over to the hotline and welcome back to the show my dad, Bill Rempe. Dad, how are you? Hi, Greg. Are we, uh, are we back in running order here tonight?
4: Well, I think so. Uh, if everything's okay at your end, we're okay at this end in
0: Florida. All right. So uh, sounds good and wonderful. And so here's what happened last week. We ran into a terrible audio issue. You could barely hear me. I think you were just kind of hoping you knew what I was talking about and making up answers possibly, which actually wasn't too bad. Uh, but yeah. I wanted to make sure that, you know, I got your complete answers to the following. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had Derek Riches on. We were talking about this grill bot that he saw at the HPBA Expo, which is down in Tampa and, or up in Tampa in your, uh, in your neck of the woods. and. Right. He made reference that it might be kind of this uh, Father's Day gimmick type thing. I said, who better to get a Father's Day gimmick idea or take on than my own dad? Who, you know, I mean, you're a griller, right? I am. I am.
4: And, uh, yeah, and and a a latter-day smoker.
0: Yeah, and you like to make sure that your equipment is taken care of. One of the most common things that people want to make sure that they're doing is keeping that grill clean what do you did you did you go online did you find the grill bot and, and what were your thoughts about
4: it? I did I, I I went on the uh, on the website and I looked at it and I, you know I'm a gadget guy I was intrigued uh, as Papa would say I, you know I'm very intrigued uh, I was a little concerned, uh, actually, because I knew if I bought one of these things and, and ran it around my grill that, uh, you know, after an evening of uh, adult beverages and barbecue, I, I might leave it out there and forget it was there the next day and start the grill to do something else and wind up the next morning with grill-bot fricassee. That, that, that concerned me a little bit. I thought it was a little bit gadgety. Even for, for my taste, and you know, I don't know if you can your fans can see this, but I, I this is a, something I've been using for a long time. It's a grill brush, but the best thing that I've ever had is a device that you got me, which is this uh, Grill Daddy, which seems to do uh, everything that the grill bot does, except that you have to put a little of your own, uh, you know, elbow grease in it. Works really good.
0: Hmm. Well, uh, what is I'm I'm getting a Somebody's telling me that nobody can hear you. But I can hear you just fine. Well. This is incredibly maddening two weeks in a row.
4: Well, you know. Let me check
0: uh, check one thing here. There could be, uh, ah, well, see, here, we've done it again. Okay. Uh, Now everybody, I'm sure, will be able to hear. Uh, Everybody? Everybody okay with this? All right, so uh, you just showed us uh, the grill brush, and then you just showed us the grill daddy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so which one one was your favorite?
4: Well, I I like... I like the grill daddy because it does the best job because it uses not only the brush but it uses the water the steam this old boy here is my reliable for you know every night clean up the grill get get, get the uh, get the elements off and get it cleaned up for for the next job you know I, I tend to be as I said before I tend to be a little bit gadget oriented but when I looked at the grill bot I thought this might be a little bit over the top for me you know. But, but again, my biggest fear was I would just cook the thing and forget it was out there
0: <clears throat> from the night before. All right. So nobody can still hear you. But, I, I mean, it's all being recorded. This actually sounds much better than it did before.
4: Yeah. Well, it sounds Which good is great. to me, too.
0: All right. Uh, so I'm getting microphone, yes. Audio capture is going to where it should. Let me, yeah, yeah. You can hear that, right?
4: I can hear you great.
0: Yeah? Okay. And then... Can you see my hat? <sighs> Yeah, look at that—a whiskey bent barbecue cap. Um,
4: can you see? Can you see my old shoot, old school oh, shirt?
0: You can get—you uh, can get arrested for wearing that in some place. <laughs>
4: well, I, there's a lot of places I can get arrested. There's three counties in New York I can't go back to for two years.
0: Well, great. Um, I got to figure out how to fix this in about a minute and a half. Let's okay. see. Why wouldn't somebody be able to hear this? Your level is up. You're piped into the thing. general uh general recording enable mm-hmm. source blah blah blah
4: could this be at my end
0: audio no I, I I can hear you that's the thing I like I I can hear exactly like I can hear exactly you which is mm-hmm. all the more concerning that nobody else can hear you mm-hmm. why is that I don't know I can nobody hear you
4: I could do uh What is that? Uh, well, I uh, cheap imitation of uh, hand signals. Oh,
0: okay. Talk, uh, talk through the hand signals. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. If I go okay. here, oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's let's try now. Okay. Okay. Can anybody hear him now?
4: Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me now?
0: There's a very good chance that maybe no. 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 No.
4: No. No. Right. Well, it's on. just not to be, I guess.
0: Okay. So I'm going to stop. I'm gonna stop this real quick. I'm gonna go to audio capture. Oh, that's all set up right. Next split, blah blah blah. Start again. Okay, this maybe it's just a matter of having to restart it. I mean, it's not the everything is recording fine. All right, go ahead now.
4: Okay, how about now? Can you hear me now? Hold on.
0: Let me uh, let me pause the music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now everybody can hear you. Well, once again, Dad, I've uh, successfully screwed you out of a second.
4: Okay. Here's, here's the bottom line on the grill bot. Get one of these. Get one of these.
0: And forget the the hundred dollar grill bot.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or if you have the money to spend on a grill bot, save the money and send it to me.
0: All right. Well, fair enough. Right.
4: Yeah. I
0: guess. All right. Well, this is uh, this has been. You know, the good news is this on the podcast everybody's gonna hear this. Uh the bad news is for some reason I had to reset the uh the audio streamer um going out to the, the Roke. whatever, who cares? Hey,
4: uh, you know. It's
0: a technical it, nightmare it, it, of it, it, seismic and gargantuan proportions, as usual for me.
4: But what whatever, it's always better to be here than in studio because you know, that that place is just a sweatshop for me.
0: Oh, it's it's a pressure cooker, as they say. Oh god almighty, it's awful. All right, so uh Got to run you off. Uh, appreciate you uh, hanging through again. Maybe uh, we'll do it again next week and see what the hell happens.
4: Let's see what happens. Third time's the charm, Greg.
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Dad, for coming on. You're welcome. All Bye. Right. Bye. All right, there he is, my dad. And uh, boy, I am heartily embarrassed once again. Maddening to know it. Ugh, maddening to know it. That wasn't even really me that time. Everything had to start and restop. Now I got to start and restop everything. Damn it. Alright, gang, let me talk to you quickly about Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. Look, uh, there's unsavory businesses and creeping marauders at each and every turn on the Internet. I think we can all agree on that. But sometimes you are looking for an item that you just can't find anywhere else in your town or the next town over, so you have to go online to buy stuff. You don't want to be screwed on the Internet because maybe you have before, so you kind of feel like you. Great news. Let Fred Bernardo and the gang over at Tasty Licks Barbecue relieve you of your internet buying stresses. Tasty Looks has one of the most complete inventories of barbecue and grilling items anywhere on the face of the earth. All the items that you see on Fred's website are in stock. They are ready to ship to you directly. Tasty Looks carries grills, ceramic cookers, smokers, electric cookers, various charcoal types, wood chunks, chips, cookbooks, accessories. If they don't have it, you don't need it. And on top of all of that, I've said many times before, Fred carries many of the other show sponsors in his store as well. So if you're shopping at Fred's store, you're doing like this two for one. You are uh, buying a, you're buying from a sponsor. You're buying a sponsor's products. It's like this great two for one thing that uh, nobody can believe. And don't forget, the Tasty Licks carries their own line of barbecue sauces and rubs as well. Be sure to try those. Tasty Licks Barbecue, the place I go to get all my barbecue supplies. You should too. Trusted online retailer, proud sponsor of this show. If you give him a call, let Fred know you listen to the show. You hear his spots live every Tuesday. He'll be happy. To, he'll actually be on in, in about an hour and 20 minutes from now talking about Harry Sue's class. A little recap there. Talk about his upcoming competition season. You name it, he'll talk about it. It's a smoking guitar player. Uh, TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's TastyLicksBBQ.com. All right, it seems we've gotten these uh, issues resolved again. And uh, we will look forward to... Daniel Pomerantz for the next segment or two. We'll see how it goes. You are listening to the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. show to give away if no money for you. That's why it's free. Send an email on its way when I tell you to. That's why we give stuff away. Let's give something away to make up for the technical difficulties. Uh slabs. Oh, wait, that's the wrong what well, that's the wrong one too. Here we go. The slabs giving away a backyard or combo. You see it right there on your screen. This comes with a 12 and a half ounce container of Perk Up Your Pork, Wow Your Cow, Birds and Bones, and a 16 ounce bottle of Complete Your Meat barbecue sauce and a 16-ounce bottle of Amazing Glaze. You can, of course, pick your own up at theslabs.com. That's theslabs.com. Three of these being given away tonight. So if you don't win right now, that's fine. Hold your horses. In between, we'll have John Patty's uh, JP Custom Smoke Rub giveaway after uh, next segment. And then a $10 gift card from the BBQ Superstore.com. Five giveaways tonight. Uh, send me an email with Skype in the subject line Skype audio issues for your chance to win the Slabs Backyarder Combo Pack. In the subject line, Skype Audio Problems.
5: Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempy. Hello.
0: Hello? All right, we are back. 877 448 0433, Greg at the BBQ Central Daniel Pomerant's online and ready to join me here in just a second. If you have uh, something you want to add, feel free to jump in. 877 448 0433, Greg at the BBQ Central if you want to jump in. My um, guest in the second hour was the pitmaster of the Q team before events of last August eleventh, 2012 transpired. Actually glossed over it a few weeks after the event had actually happened, but I guess never really looked any further into it. Then got an email about a month ago or so from a guy looking to come on, lay out his side of the story, no holds barred, naming names, talking about what happened at the event, and then after the contest with KCBS and the punishment that they handed down. So let's go ahead and race over the hotline and welcome in first time of the show, Daniel Pomerantz. Daniel, how are you, buddy? I'm good, and you? Is it uh, Daniel or Dan? What do you prefer?
3: <laughs> uh, Daniel.
0: Right, Daniel it is tonight. I, I'll, be, uh, I'll be formal if you want to be formal. That's no problem. Um, Daniel, uh, welcome to the show. Before we get into you know the events of last August and all that stuff, uh, maybe a little bit of background about yourself and when you decided to get into the competition barbecue scene.
3: Um, yeah, uh, well, I, I've been um, been doing barbecue for years, and I grew up in, in Memphis, and I just always really had a thing for barbecue. I used to go to Memphis in May all the time, and um, my father-in-law is a longtime competitor, and it was just always something that I wanted to do. So, at one point, uh, about three or four years ago, I think, or perhaps even actually closer to five, I finally found competition close to me, and uh, I jumped in. Um, And since then, it's just been, up until recently, uh, a um, never-ending obsession, getting more and more into it. So after you
0: started competing, you got a few under your belt. Uh, You know, What did you find that you liked most about competing?
3: Um, Well, I like the people. um, Most of the people there. Um, I, I like talking to people and hanging out, and I really just enjoy making barbecue. Um, and while I can do I I can do that at home, there's just something to be said for being in a group of 20, 30, 50 people all cooking barbecue and I just really in- enjoyed that, I enjoyed the look, the smell of, of all that stuff going on.
0: Daniel Pomerantz of course, jo- as I said, Gotcha Daniel Pomerance joining us here on the show. Did you have like a solid team, or did you have teammates that kind of flipped in and out depending on the weekend schedule?
3: No. Um, what happened was I, I, for the first year or two, I, I only did a few competitions, and it was either me and my father-in-law or me by myself. And then uh, it just got to be hard, and I decided I, I, I really needed a teammate. So um, I found someone. Uh, he also did competition barbecue on the NBN side, and our wives were – friends and so the two of us uh, uh, we decided to form a team and uh, we competed almost for two years and uh, you know we, we we had our share of ups and downs during that time but it was always the two of us at every comp.
0: Were you looking to do a certain amount every year or was it uh, more along the lines of getting it in when your schedule allowed?
3: Um, well my goal was always to try to do one competition a month between about May and, or sorry, between about March and either October or November. And as it turns out, I we usually found enough competitions that we did more than that because we'd get two in the same month that looked good, or we'd get one in the same month plus um, a Sam's Club event that also came up, or something and so i think we did eight competitions the first year and then uh, the second year um i'm trying to remember how many we actually got in i think it was about eight and we had planned on doing a few a few more but uh um you know that was kind of that was kind of what we did as a team and i had done a few on my own without him before that so
0: daniel Pomerantz joining us here on the show uh, all right, Dan. So let's go ahead and kind of uh, head back to last August. What was the contest yeah. you were heading off to to take part in at that point?
3: Right. So my my teammate and I we went to the smoking in McMinnville Barbecue Competition in McMinnville, Tennessee, um, and it was going to be I think I was I think about our seventh or eighth of of the year, and uh, um, if I could, I'll just kind of go in and kind of jump in. The
0: whole thing all right, so I was trying I guess you know I was trying to like figure out a uh, a great line of questioning to get all the details on your end, uh, but let's kind of do it like this I'm going to kind of let you take over the show here just for a little bit, and you know if there's any questions. That I think might be pertinent to ask. I'll just kind of interrupt and, and inject inject them. That's kind of pertinent to barbecue. Yeah, uh, interject them. So yeah, kind of no. lay it out here. What happened <laughs> over the course of the weekend, and you know how does it culminate?
3: Right. So when we went to the competition, um, we were there, and on the Friday night of the competition, my teammate was sitting around a circle talking to some people, as people often do on Friday nights. I wasn't there. Wasn't there for most of this, and um, he told some joke or story that made some people laugh, and so the following day on Saturday, um, one of the people who had been there uh, grabbed this apron and wanted to show it to him during turnings, and the apron, as most people have heard, some people have heard incorrectly, correctly, but as most people have heard, um, it, had, it had men's genitalia in cloth and fabric sewn onto it um and so I'm sure that i actually have um
0: the, uh, i actually sure. probably have like a I, I downloaded some pictures of i guess what i thought would be so does have something that had like no. a towel hanging over it and no then, no not like that
3: no that's not a, that because a lot of people say oh the one that has a sex toy on it and no okay. that isn't it um it didn't have something that pops out at you and is 10 inches long or i've <laughs> seen pictures of those okay that's that's not it. It was all cloth and fabric, and didn't have any spring action. Um, I mean, I, I've I've seen what they're supposed to be, but I, I've seen that one too because that's the first one that comes up, and yep. that one isn't it.
0: <laughs> well, no, I was actually going to tell everybody if they didn't want to look, look away, and I was going to uh, put it up on <laughs> the screen because I did get those pictures. But that's not it. Then uh, you know that's actually. Uh, probably not uh, not fair to the, the the guy that put it on, but I don't have any pictures, or I wasn't able to see exactly what he has. So, uh, I mean, is it was it like a a flaccid crank? Is it just like hanging down, or is it you know what what was it?
3: Yeah, it was a flaccid crank and a cloth sack of cotton and some dark um, some dark hairs sewn on. All right, um, you know, all cloth. Um, and, yeah, that was it.
0: <laughs> so so somebody gives this to your teammate?
3: Yes, because he said, and I think you should wear this on stage if you get a call. And so my teammate said, sure.
5: And
0: this is Friday night?
3: No, that was actually Saturday during turn-ins as a result of what happened on Friday.
0: All right, so he takes the apron. Uh, you guys obviously are busy... Trying to meet your specific turn-in times to hand in the chicken, the ribs, the pork, and then your brisket. Right. Um, and you have no knowledge of any of this is about to transpire. As you guys, I mean, I would imagine teammates are kind of working hand in hand to make sure that you're hitting all these time windows.
3: Right, right. I mean, he he got it on the way back from turning in from turning in a box, and when we're in turn-in mode, we're just kind of go in meat, meat, meat. And then, as it turns out, I had a I had a medical issue come up, and I didn't feel well after turn-ins, and so I actually lay down and I ended up going to sleep. So from turn-ins until awards, I was actually not.
0: Where uh, where were you at? Just uh, like laying down in a trailer or catching some time at a at a like a hotel or something.
3: I was sitting in a chair in our cook site with my head, with my head down on my arms, sleeping.
0: All right, so typically like a, what, brisket turn-in is around 1.30 uh, at a traditional competition. Right. Uh, so how much time elapses between the last turn-in and when awards start?
3: Well, um, awards were supposed to be at 5, but they started early and they didn't tell us. And so at about 4.15, my teammate yells at me, Daniel, Daniel. Wake up. Awards have started. We have to go. And he runs off to awards. And then I get up and I walk to awards. So, you know, it was 4.15. So that's about uh, two and a half hours. Um, uh, And then when we got to awards, I sat down. I sat down in the back because there wasn't room for me by my teammate. And that was that. We got a single call, and it was for brisket which he cooked and i just let him go up to accept it because i didn't feel well and he cooked the brisket and apparently he had that on I say apparently because i didn't see it but uh i mean i believe people when they say that he had it on
0: did, um, did uh is this the same guy that you've been cooking with right along for you know the, the last couple years Then yeah all right so i mean has he ever made any Uh, I I almost feel awkward kind of uh, talking about him, uh, you know, and he's not in this conversation here uh, instead of, you know, kind of getting, he's in, you're kind of, uh, I don't want to say you're speculating for him, but I guess you are in in a certain way. Um, Had he ever made any type of remarks or had given any type of uh, behavioral indicators to you that this is something that he would have done uh, previously?
3: No. I mean, he was, I mean, No, he used to wear, you know, shirts that were, that were, that were jokes on them on Friday nights. And, you know, people used to point and laugh at them, but I really didn't, didn't know that he was going, but we used to have, we had actual costumes, if you will. We wore our team shirts to awards every time. And so, um, I didn't have any indication that he would do that.
0: All right. So you're sitting in one portion of the awards tent. He's sitting at a different portion of the awards tent and he, the team gets the call and then he just goes ahead up and, and gets it. Uh, did you have any uh, desire to get up there as well and, and go since you're part of the team or did you just decide to let him go since he's the one that cooks the brisket and if you know, you're know you the one that does pork, he wouldn't have gone up with you for a pork call?
3: Well, he probably would have gone up for me if it had been for meat that I cooked. But the truth is I didn't feel well and it was the last category. It was our, only call it was i think ninth it was ninth place so i didn't really have high hopes i wasn't happy i didn't pay and so i just kind of let him go up because of all those things
0: all right so uh he, he goes you didn't see it uh, obviously i mean this made its rounds on uh, like the the barbecue brethren forum quite a bit which is a very heavily trafficked forum a uh, number of people saw it. Uh, people had reached out to me uh, in between the time that you had uh, initially emailed me about possibly coming on the show, up until now, saying that they had uh, visually seen it. I mean, do you believe that this is something that actually happened, or because you didn't actually yeah, put eyes yeah. on it, that it didn't?
3: No, no. I I believe. Sorry, I believe this is something that that happened. Um, I was just pointing out that I think only the people in the front. In the front few rows could see it I don't think everyone could see it. that's all I was trying to say um,
0: so so where how does it get back to you as far as hey, your teammate just wore uh, like a crank apron up there to get his award, and where does the the fallout start to to transpire from there?
3: Well, it starts right after uh, right after awards. I went up to get my score sheet and he went back to the campsite to finish packing up because usually we are packed up by the time of awards as I said I was asleep and so he went to go finish packing and I went to get the score sheet and at that point the rep tells me that there's a problem and I'm going to get punished and I was said even though I didn't wear this and she said yes and she said you're probably going to get banned for a year and I said fine can I just get my score sheet and go and you know, and then and then I went back. But what was going on at at the same time I have found since is that um, Barry Johnson, the head cook of Swig and Tig, had a conversation with Arlie Bragg at the same time that I was talking to the rep. And someone told me the following day that Barry Johnson was upset over this. He had a four or five year old daughter there and he was upset okay. and I and I said to my friend, well, I should, I should email Barry and apologize. And someone said, don't. They said, he wants to hurt you. If you see him coming your way, run away in the opposite direction. The things that he was saying, he's going to hurt you. Don't call him. Don't email him. Just stay away. And, you know, Barry has told me that he didn't say that, but Arlie Bragg went and told the board a few days, a few days later that someone was, threatening us and said they were going to hurt us over the apron. And for that reason, Arlie told the board this, because I've been told by someone on the board that he told the board this, that that was the reason why he then called the cops to come over to our cook site to protect us. And then he went over, he came over to our cook site, and while my teammate was trying to pack up, got in his face and told him to, to just get out of there and leave.
0: And this is Arlie talking.
3: Arlie and you know said to my teammate, "Get out of here! Right. Hit the road! Just go!" And my teammate said, "I can't because we only have one car and we're trying to pack it up." And so Arlie stayed in his face about six inches away, and and called him called him names, continued to tell him to to leave, even though he couldn't. And so after about after about a a minute of that, I told Arlie to get away from my teammate and. When I do, when I did, I yelled and I cussed. And I don't deny that, but I was about 20 feet away from Marley. He was about six inches from my, from my teammate.
0: All right, so uh, your, your teammate is being confronted for what he wore. Um, you know, what Barry Johnson said, I guess, can't be substantiated by uh, any of us because this is coming from second party of Arley Bragg. Um, Barry says that he didn't say that to you through, uh, I'm guessing, an email transaction uh, after the fact. Um, so yeah. you know, I I definitely don't want to cover that because that's uh, definitely gray area that you know I, I can't speculate on. Um, uh, but Arlie, did Arlie seem to have a problem with it because somebody else was telling him about it, or did he actually see it himself and then decided to uh, go ahead and, and confront the teammate?
3: I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask Arlie that. Um, I know that I heard him kind of chuckle when my teammate came up because he was the one who was calling out The awards, and then he he had to pose and hand the award off to my teammate. But I don't know if he was upset by himself or because of the people that were complaining to him right after the awards.
0: All right. So, how much time goes by from you know when you're being told to leave? and uh, that you know, so were, I mean, were the police called? Did you have a, a police escort out to to protect you guys from any type of physical violence, or did you feel that you were being threatened physically, or or there was an ominous uh, error over your site?
3: I felt I was being threatened by, or I thought, thought my teammate was being threatened by Arlie. Um, a police officer, I believe he was a police officer, did show up to the site right after I told Arlie to get away. And at that point, everyone kind of backed up. We spent about 60 seconds putting two more things in our trailer and hooking it up to the car, and then we got out of Dodge.
0: All right, so you're on your way out. Uh, You're being told that you're going to be banned possibly. And what type of a time frame passes between when you're getting home uh... and i guess what kind of a conversation are you having with your teammate i mean if you don't see it all of a sudden you're coming back uh, you're being told as you're getting your score sheet uh, you know all these things are going to happen to you and here's what your teammate did and if you don't see it uh, i mean what kind of things are going through your mind what kind of a conversation are you having with your teammate
3: we didn't talk much on the drive back um, we i was it, it was a short drive back i still didn't feel that great and it was just it was just a bad situation so We honestly drove back pretty much in silence. We got to my house and dropped off the things that were supposed to get dropped off in my house, and then he went home. I think he, you know, and that was that. It was pretty dark.
0: All right, so uh, we're going to be coming up against a break here real quick, so I'm going to go ahead and put you on hold. We'll come back, uh, pick this up, kind of where you guys leave each other, and then when you start to hear from KCBS and as they hand down Uh, what eventually transpires to be a three-year ban here. So uh, if you could, uh, do you mind hanging with me and and doing another segment?
3: Yeah, for for
0: sure. All right. Uh, So uh, we'll pick up with Daniel Pomerantz here in just uh, three minutes' time. Uh, Give me one second here while we do a quick read for Stephen DeFranco of Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Look, wearing it here right now. It's a fine, crafted timepiece. This is the uh, precisionist. I also have an Accutron that my uh, wife bought me, which is their higher-end watch. Uh, This is, I guess, middle of the road. Uh, It's a very accurate watch. Get a lot of nice compliments on it, on both. I had the uh, Accutron longer than all of them. But who wants to buy really nice jewelry at retail prices? Not me. No way. That's why I do all of my jewelry shopping. Uh, Watches, rings, diamond earrings... Uh, Regular gold earrings, necklaces, anklets, bracelets, you name it. He's got it all. You visit Stephen DeFranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, StephenDeFranco.com. And then once you find what you like, this is the best part. You call him, 440-943-2700, 440-943-2700, and say, hey, I want to talk to Steve. He gets on the phone. Remember, he owns the place, so he's going to give you the best pricing. Say, hey, I saw this watch, or I saw this piece of jewelry, or I saw this artisan bowl that you have listed on your website, and uh, I listened to the Barbecue Central radio show, want to support you, looking for the barbecue brother or sister hookup, what can you do for me? This is especially important, guys, especially. You screwed up last year on Mother's Day, Mother's Day rapidly approaching. Don't get tossed in the doghouse again, right? Do yourself a favor. Hook up with Steve, let him steer you in the right direction, and then let him give you ridiculous pricing that includes extra warranties, engraving, gift wrapping, shipping for free. The majority of you don't live in downtown Cleveland or in Willoughby or surrounding areas where you can just stop in, strike up a conversation, and then you're out the door with great pricing. Save on the shipping, too, and it's always free when you deal with Stephen DeFranco. StephenDeFranco.com. 440-943-2700, 440-943-2700, and ask for Steve directly. He'll hook you up. Tell him I sent you. He's done it for stars and non-stars like me for many, uh, it's like a year, almost two years now. All the sponsors, long-timers. We're going to come back with more Daniel Pomerantz. Before we get back to him, we're going to be giving away some JP Custom Smoke Rubs, so get your fat fingers ready for a winner-winner chicken and pork rub dinner. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks.
1: Barbecue Central Networks
0: I can tell you, Chad Ward, that is not going to happen, my friend. That is weird and weird, all at the same time. All right, uh, up for grabs, a 14-ounce chicken rub and a 14-ounce pork rub. Both come in shaker bottles. And a lucky ginner, ginner or winner, gets it. jpcustomsmoke.com is the website. Check it out. Again, jpcustomsmoke.com. John has some of the best rubs on the market right now. Pick some up. See for yourself. jpcustomsmoke.com. Again, a 14-ounce chicken rub and a 14-ounce pork rub. All yours if you send me an email that in the subject line says uh, KCBS. uh, No. In the subject line. People are going to be pissed already. I know about it. Uh, in the subject line BBQ is great BBQ is great for your chance to win the 14 ounce chicken and the 14 ounce pork rub from JP Custom Smoke good luck
5: get in the smoke call 877 448 to get on the air now here's your host Greg Rampe Big B, band, superb noise Let's go! I'm an outlaw. Give me two shots. All
0: right, we are back. 877 4480433. Greg at the Show.com, Picking up our conversation here with Daniel Pomerantz. All right, Daniel, so as we left it, uh, you and your teammate don't talk too much on the way home. I mean, you guys have been, I'm guessing, friends for a little while. Is there. Was it just that uncomfortable where you wouldn't say, you know, why would you do that or what were you thinking or, or something along those lines?
3: Well, let me explain it to you. Cause yeah. this might, I mean, when I, when I tell this to my wife and some of my friends, they think I'm crazy. But I think you or the people who are listening might actually appreciate this. To me, the most important thing it, to me in my life is my family, period, bar none. But the second most important thing to me was competition barbecue. Um, whatever it was a passion, it was my hobby, I l- loved it and to be told right before this that um, I'm probably going to be banned for a year for something that I didn't do, um, I was pretty upset, and you know when I get upset i I tend to just kind of shut down and I just didn't really have anything to say I was just thinking about the fact that I was about to have barbecue pushed away Um, and that upset me so I didn't have anything to say.
0: So how long between when you get home and you know you start talking to KCBS about uh, them asking you you know what happened and then uh, finally getting uh, the punishment that they handed down how does that whole process work?
3: Well I mean okay so um, probably that day, um, or perhaps the day after, uh, Barry Johnson, along with Mike, Mike Davis, the head cook of Lotta Bull, wrote emails to the KCBS board demanding that we be punished for this. And the board did what they were told. They held an emergency m- meeting three days after that. Three days later, to talk about, to talk about this, and you know i called the people that i knew on the board simply to apologize to them that this was happening and that was all that i did and then people suggested that i send in a document explaining what i thought what i knew and thought happened there and i and i did but you know 3 days 3 days later they rushed us in and had what i would say was a circus of a kcbs Meeting or disciplinary action. Explain, Circus. Um, Well, um, one of the things is people flat out lied to the KCBS board during that board board meeting. I don't know exactly who it was, so I'm not going to throw out the names that were actually who said what. I have some ideas, but you know, people just flat out lied, and the board didn't ever take the time to to validate the things that they were told. They just took them in and trusted them on their face value. They also didn't tell us that we were being accused of these things. I found out about them after the fact. And, you know, I found out about a lot of this after the fact. And so they did that. They walked in there. They knew what they were going to do. Arlie Bragg, who was heavily involved in this whole thing, was allowed to be there when they were deliberating over what kind of punishment they were going to hand out. Even though he abstained from the vote, he was there telling people, or at least able to tell people, what they should vote for and what punishment wasn't good enough. And they were concerned with the questions they asked more than anything else about protecting them themselves, rather than tell us the things that we were accused of. Um,
0: what were and you? What were you being just, accused of? Like what? What? Uh, what rules were you violating? And what? What were people accusing you of?
3: Someone told the board that I attacked someone with a knife at this competition, and that is a lie. I mean, it's just a lie. I didn't attack someone with or without a without a knife. Okay. Um, I found out about it long. You know, several weeks. After the fact, I know that someone tried to look into that and verify it and couldn't verify it, but, uh, you know, they still, someone still told the board that I attacked someone with a knife.
0: And is the someone board, told the board to, to your knowledge, what? is the board, for all of the accusations that are being laid out and levied against you, do you have uh, any working knowledge that the board contacted people to corroborate stories here?
3: I have, well, I I know that they tried to contact someone to to corroborate the knife, and were told that it wasn't true. Yet it still found its way in the board meeting. I know that someone told the board that the mayor of the town was upset with me, and I have personally spoken to the mayor two times, and he has told me that he was not upset with me. And when I told him that someone uh, was trying to contact him to verify that, because this is after the fact, he said that that was a lie. That no one had tried to contact him and yet still you know this this knife and this and the, when the whole concept of the mayor being upset was told to the board and i didn't find out about it until after the punishment came down
0: so how much time passes between when you're in this uh, meeting and when the punishment is finally levied on you guys
3: probably about two and a half or three hours um you know they went they kicked us off the call and went in and had a lot of deliberations um, and you know they they walked in and said well can we do this can we do that what about this what about that and then they came out and they already knew how people were going to vote you could even hear it because you know they because they, someone said oh I can't do this because of how I'm going to vote and we had talked about that and then they came out and they voted and we were banned for three years
0: is there a precedent set that if're if you do something like this or, or is there some type of a um, appropriation made within the, the guidelines that you can ban somebody for three years? was that a time frame that was just arbitrarily given to this particular incident? how did three years come to be?
3: Well, I think someone told the board that they wanted to ban for life. The rules say you can only punish someone for up to five Years, and this was the compromise that they came out with: a three-year ban followed by a two-year probationary period. All right, so you know, you go, you go. I would, I would. Go I would like to talk about something though, if I could. Yeah, go ahead. Because a lot of people have, a lot of people have said that I was punished because I was the head cook of of the team. people on the board, people off the board. have said the head cook is responsible for the team. Sure. And I want to tell you, and I want to tell you, and everyone who's who's listening I have read the KCBS rules and that's not in the KCBS rules what's in the KCBS rules is the statement that a cook team is responsible jointly and severally for the behavior of its head cook its team members and its guests and what that means is that is that the KCBS reserves the right it's it's legalese but it's it's them saying we reserve the right to hold Anyone on the team responsible for the behavior of anyone else on the team, and you know that is not the same thing as the head cook is responsible for the behavior of the team, and the kicker of it is that that is actually against the law in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee Supreme Court has ruled that unconstitutional to punish someone for something that they that they didn 't do, and that 's where all this happened, but I just wanted to make sure that that everyone who has said that I had to be punched because I was the head cook, they either haven't read the rules or didn't understand the rules because it's not true.
0: So, given the, the thing, you know, the, the item that had transpired, whether it's in the rules or not, I guess you would think, you know, if you're the head coach of a basketball team, if you're the head coach of football, if you're the head coach of a competitive barbecue team, Uh, or the pitmaster of a barbecue team, you would have some knowledge of what your teammates are doing because you're considered to be the head guy. So whether it's in the rules or not, um, don't you think it's not necessarily a leap for people to think that, you know, uh, he should know what's going on, he should know uh, what his teammates are doing, and if somebody's going to get loose, there's probably going to be punishment that's handed down to everybody on the team, whether he did it or not. Um, You
3: know, that could be... Said, um, and if that's what they that's what they do, that's that's fine. But I've been told by people, on and off the board, that the only reason I was punished was because I was I was the head cook, and they had to punish me, and that's just not true.
0: So, are you trying to appeal to the KCBS at this point to be reinstated? Um, are you asking for your particular time ban to be lessened, and not necessarily arguing on the on the part of your teammate? Are you guys uh, like still together, or are you guys pretty much severed at this point? How does that relationship stand?
3: Well, I mean, we aren't we aren't cooking. Um, we aren't cooking competitively. I am not um, per- petitioning the KCBS board. Um, someone on the board, Jeff. Stiff has kind of gone back and forth on whether or not he wanted to propose a motion to reduce the ban on me, but he and Candy Weaver have each told me that until I pay the KCBS thirty-five dollars to become a to become a member again, it's not going to happen.
0: So you need to pay. You need to be a part of KCBS to be reinstated.
3: That's what they say. They hmm. they say that. I need to pay them to get my punishment reduced.
0: So if if the punishment that they gave you was actually against the law, have you not considered filing some type of suit or injunction to get you back on the competition circuit?
3: I've thought about it. Um, I've spoken to a lawyer or two, and the end result is it's going to be expensive. And there's not going to be any, you know, it, it should be against the law, but there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of, Options here and there as to how things could 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 go, and it could take a long time. And in the end, I just, I mean, yeah, it just was too much um, time and money to try to file a lawsuit.
0: But it, I guess inevitably, and I understand where expense comes into play, especially when you're talking about lawyers. But you're going to be associated with this event. You're going to be lumped into the guy that wore the crank apron. Uh, you know, if it's if it's not you, if it's against the law, I guess a certain amount of uh, traditional logic would think that you're going to get up and kind of scream from the rooftops, this isn't me, I didn't do this, and not only that, what the KCBS is levying against me is not only incorrect, but against the law, and I'm going to try and stop it.
3: And that's why I'm on your show.
0: Well, uh, well I don't know. <laughs> How much power I got there for you, Daniel? <laughs> well,
3: no, but I mean, I, I, I wanted to, get, I wanted to get this information out there, is the, the thing. And I mean, I could have written it up, and those who go to the brethren um, know that I can write a long email. But I also know um, that people don't read long things; they get tired, they get bored, and so I wanted to come out and uh, just, you know, come on and talk, and just have people be able to hear it.
0: What do you think would have been a more appropriate punishment handed down by KCBS in your estimation?
3: Um, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to answer that fully because I think that whatever I say, it's a trap. If I say it should have been it should have been this and it's not a, not a strong punishment, well, of course he's going to say that. He's talking about him. If I then try to counteract that and say, well, it should have been something else that's stronger than I think it should have been. Well, they're going to say, well, he asked for it, and that's what he got. I think something less than five years' worth of punishment um, for someone who didn't do it, uh, and it's the first time that this has ever happened with this team. Uh,
0: Was there any possibility that the punishment might have been lessened if things would have transpired even uh, quicker than they did, if you would have made a call to KCBS or uh, if, uh, if you would have had the the rep there say you know say hey you know what i i I understand what you're saying let's call you know somebody on the board right now and, and let's get the ball rolling here versus you know letting some time pass in between
3: i don't think so because the rep that i was talking to is on the board and the and arlie was on the board so that's two people that were on the board right there and um i called i called everyone that i knew on the board within 24 hours, and I called the KCBS office um, the following Monday. So, I mean, you know, I, I think I did about, I think I spoke to people on the board and associated with the office about as quickly as I could. Um, you know, I think it could, have been, it could have been lessened if the board wasn't so hot to trot to punish, to have punishment with this three days after the event and before the jack draw.
0: All right, so let me uh, end with this question here, Daniel, and I appreciate you taking the time tonight to kind of lay it all out for us. If if you were in the first row and you had a, a four or five year old daughter there, I'm not making specific reference to Barry. I'm just you know I have a, I'm a dad who has three daughters. Um, right. If you're there, it's traditionally barbecue awards at least are more family friendly uh, events of that competition weekend. If somebody came up and had a dong apron on, and you were there with your daughter. If the shoe was on the other foot, would you be a little offended, a lot offended? Would you be happy with a three-year punishment that that cook would have got if, if you were not the one on the receiving end of that?
3: Well, you know, I, you're the first person to ever actually ask me that, and um, I've thought about it. And the truth is, I'm a dad of two daughters. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old and, a, and, a, and an and almost-four-year-old. And the truth of the matter is, both of my Daughters know that there's a difference between boys and girls. And they know that boys have boy parts and girls have girl parts. And the truth is, I think if someone wore this, they wouldn't have been offended or ashamed. And I think that if it had happened, I probably would have had a conversation and said, That's not cool. That shouldn't happen. But I might have even sent an email saying, Please take action. I wouldn't have demanded a, a lifetime ban, and I sure as hell wouldn't have said, and the person who didn't even do it should get a lifetime ban.
0: Daniel Pomerantz joining us here on the show, uh, kind of recapping the events that happened last August. Uh, Daniel, where do you go from here?
3: Um, from here, it's pretty much it. Um, you know, It did come back up for a vote, actually, last month, and the board decided that I still should have been banned for three for three years. Um, and I've pretty much realized that my barbecue career is unfortunately over. Um, I just, there's not a lot that I can do from here. So um, I wanted to come on here and talk to people and tell at least some of what happened. I had some more to say, the time, time constraints. And so um, I've gotten it off my chest. I've been pretty miserable for the last six, six months with all this going on and I feel like I can now kind of move on to a point um, look for other things.
0: Alright Daniel I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, talking about it and uh, hopefully you know if, uh, things kind of I guess turn around for you or, or you're able to, to, to kind of get to, to what you're looking to do and uh, once again appreciate your time tonight
3: Thank you. You Bye. got it.
0: There he is Daniel Pomerantz the uh, former pitmaster of the Q team. All right, uh, what do you think? Hit me with your emails, hit me with your calls, all that good stuff. Uh, Went a little long there, but uh, definitely think that was worth it. And uh, we'll uh, quickly move to the second hour. Gang, the Barbecue Guru is really what you need to look for if you're looking at automatic temperature control devices. Um, They are a number to choose from. You know, it's not just one or two. You got like four different ones to choose from. Uh, you have the CyberQ Wi Fi unit selling like hotcakes, the CyberQ2, the DigiQ DX2, the PartyQ. It's $129, easiest point of entry when it comes to automatic temperature control devices. Of course, you have that Onyx oven, which has been winning in the competition world and in the backyards for a number of years now. Uh, all you need to do is head on over to theBBQGuru.com and check out all of their great products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly at 800-288-Guru. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Once again, it's 800-288-Guru or TheBBQGuru.com. The barbecue the Guru, a breakthrough in barbecue technology. We'll be right back after this.
1: Now is the time on the show where we get stuff away, yeah. It's free, and you don't have to pay a thing. That's why it's free, yeah.
0: All right. One more giveaway here. Got to make sure. I'm going to run out of time here, so I got to go into manual mode. Oh, I want to stop this, too. That could ruin everything. Uh, Your chance to win another Slabs Backyarder Combo Pack. Once again, this comes with a 12-ounce, sorry, 12-and-a-half-ounce bottle container of Perk Up Your Pork wow your cow birds and bones hold on a second i got a picture of that uh, here it is uh, wow your cow birds and bones a 16 ounce bottle of complete your meat barbecue sauce and a 16 ounce bottle of amazing glaze again you can find it at the slabs.com that's theslabs.com uh, in the subject line of the email you're about to send me three year ban the numeral three year spelled out ban three year ban your chance to win the backyard or combo pack courtesy of theslabs.com. Good luck.
3: Hello, everybody. This is Gary Chuck, host of
0: Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTV, and this
3: is BBQ Central
5: broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe.
0: All right, we are back and we are over. Give me just a second here to play catch-up. Um, we're going to wrap it up right here. We'll try and uh, reset here at the top of the hour. We'll just pass a little bit at the top of the hour. Uh, and then we have uh, Michael McDiarmid and the smoking guitar player, Fred Bernardo, coming up as well. Uh, I'll let you know who won the first three giveaways. Uh, stick around. Let me reset, refuel, all that good stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back.
1: People understand
0: my intention Happy to have you aboard here for the Really Big Barbecue Show
1: We cook
4: because we have to And we grill because we want to
2: we fine, how's it going?
5: <laughs>
2: you have a great show of a big fan So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the, in the crackle
3: Charbono, it's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish, what?
2: We ate 50 for Wiener. Listen, Lavernius, shake
3: a
1: face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. (laughs) We have
5: top men working on it right now.
1: Top.
0: All right, just like that, we are back into the second hour. All right. Oh, boy. I got to go through. (laughs) (laughs)
5: All
0: right, big first hour. I do want to thank Daniel Pomerantz for joining me. Talking about uh, things that happened last August, uh, I did get a lot of email in advance. You know, after the newsletter come out and all that stuff. You know, saying, "Hey, you know why? Why are you? Uh, why haven't Daniel on?" It's uh, it's been, you know, almost well. You know, technically speaking, it's been almost a year. I, I thought the story was compelling enough. Uh, I did a lot of research on it, and I thought it would be, you know, good to, you know, this. it's not like he's going to be coming on the show every week and, you know, we're, we're going to be making a plea to the board or anything. Uh, I just thought it would be interesting to get his side of the story. Obviously, in fairness, I'll be reaching out to the KCBS and asking if any uh, board members that were present for that uh, would like to come on and give their side of it. Uh, Daniel levied some, you know, uh uh, not accusations, but you know his side of the story saying that there was a rush to judgment to a certain degree or that there were a lot of accusations made against him that weren't corroborated or checked out fully and uh, just kind of summarily judged on and then with a three-year sentence on top of that uh, and going through it. Look, um, I still believe in the fact, whether it's law or not against the law or whatever the fact may be, that if you're a head cook on a team – uh you kind of gotta be responsible for the guys. It's just like if you're a head coach, you know if, if somebody on your team gets arrested, people are gonna be looking for you as the coach to get some type of an explanation whether whether you did it or not uh so that's just kind of an inherent responsibility at least in my view that when you have the pit mastership of a team, uh, you kind of gotta know what your teammates are doing and and where they're at and definitely an unfortunate situation being a father of three girls. Uh, I would not want my daughter to be subjected to seeing a crank apron. I mean, I just wouldn't. I mean, they know the difference between penises and vaginas. I would rather not have them see a real one or a fake one at a barbecue contest. Um, I don't know if three years is good. I don't know if it's too much or whatever. I know that I would rather not have them be subjected to that. Uh, And and I'm sure the majority of you feel the same way, you know, if you got kids, even if can only be seen in the first one or two rows. If you have kids in the first, you know, one or two rows or, you know, ladies could be offended. Men could be offended. You know, I'm not a prude. I just don't know if I want to see crank, you know, Um, maybe it's just me Uh, still to come tonight. However, let me back up just a second. Uh, I I do want to thank him for coming on and, and laying out his side of the story. Uh, and, uh, you know, he he moves on from here. So um, there you go. Uh, still to come tonight, Michael McDermott coming up next segment. And then the smoking guitar player himself, Fred Bernardo, will be here recapping the Harry Sue cooking class he hosted at Tasty Licks a few weeks ago. Coming up next week, everybody's favorite uh, apl- appliance, uh, barbecue and grilling reviewer, Derek Rich's bbq.about.com makes his triumphant return. Mike Peters, the great American barbecue tour dude. And... Pitmaster of Here Piggy Piggy, co-pitmaster with his wife Chris Peters, and of course uh, the good doctor, Doctor Barbecue Ray Lampy, making his first 2013 appearance. So look forward to that. Uh, let's see. Looking into a some chat here as far as you know, uh, you know what people are thinking about this. Hold on one sec. Oh. Let me scroll up here a little bit. Um get Daniel back into the KCBS cooking. Uh Mike Richter, I would have gone off. I support the board's decision. David Qualls. Um, oh, oh, I got now I gotta go up. Uh Great Plains is kind of like NASCAR. It's their ball and their court. Don't like it. Don't come. You need you need them. They don't need you. Uh he goes to the FBA, Blake Moody is saying. Uh, David Qualls uh, agreeing with Great Plains. Uh, Rooftop saying they support the board. Uh, Patio Dadio. there's something to be said for making an example. Stephanie Wilson, I think dude got railroaded by someone who had their own agenda. Um, Diane Mee, an unfortunate event. Mike Richter, I disagree, Steph. I would have been arrested if I had been there with my nieces. Mike, coming strong. Uh, George says there's something wrong with that dude. Uh, Mark Bergemeyer, it was a bad joke. They should have been punished. Not sure punishment fits the crime. Poor taste is punishable, but that long of a ban. So uh, more probably think that the ban was not, uh, was a little too much. Uh, others thinking that uh, that he got off light. And again, you know, the guy that I had on the show was I guess technically not the offending guy. So, let me pose this question to the chat room if if you're not the offending person, do you feel more strongly against the offending person or do you does it not matter? Uh if a team wears a crank apron, it doesn't matter. Uh the pitmaster, the uh the the sous chefs, whatever, they should be punished just as much and it's just as much their fault. Maybe that's uh maybe that's the one that should be the question that should be answered. Are we levying thought against a Daniel who didn't wear it uh, or, or what you tell me. All right. So here's who's won tonight. Uh, the first slabs giveaway went to Christopher Sorel. Chris, you go ahead and shoot me your shipping info so I can forward that on to Steph and the pimp and they will hook you up uh, in your subject line, write uh, The slabs giveaway, and then just uh, put your address in there. Um, Then we had the J.P. Custom Smoke giveaway, Juan Vasquez. Juan, send me your shipping info. Tell me you won the J.P. Custom Smoke stuff, and I'll get that over to John. They'll get it right out. And winner of the third, oh, I'm going to butcher this name, Todd. I apologize. Todd Wernicke. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Todd. Apologize. Uh, You won the second Slabs giveaway. Uh, so you send me an email as well and uh, put that you won the slabs giveaway with your uh, shipping address. I'll get that over to Steph in the pimp. Greg at the BBQ Central dot com. Uh, still another slabs to give away and a $10 gift card from the BBQ superstore.com. Wow, exciting. Uh, let me pull up my notes here. <laughs> If you are friends with me on Facebook, you probably saw the post that I did over the weekend about the pork and beef boards renaming cuts of meat. Meathead and I actually did a a weekend hit this past Saturday afternoon. It's in the archives right now, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, But basically, they're renaming 318 pieces of beef and pork different names to to make them more attractive and less confusing to consumers, which is completely ridiculous. Uh, Go to the archives. It's on YouTube. uh, It's on Roku as well. And uh, check what uh, Meathead and I talked about. Uh, The Sam's Club series rolled into Salt Lake City, Utah this past weekend. And the six teams moving on to the regional round in Las Vegas are Grand Champions Phil and Lou Barbecue. They took it. Look at this guy coming in with an RGC. Are you kidding me? Rooftop. Look at that guy coming in. Uh, Lucky's number seven barbecue, third place, R&R Barbecue, fourth, say hello to my little S. My little S. Fifth place and Pitmaster Barbecue Company, sixth place, Uh, 689 points, wins it a uh, rooftop was reserved at 683. I mean, it couldn't be any closer to 684 flat. Wow. Well, congratulations. Uh, those six move on to Las Vegas round, which is, I believe, is actually in two weeks' time. Next week, I believe they're in Renton, Washington, and then the weekend of the 20th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the first regional Sam's round. So, very exciting times in the world of competition barbecue. Looking forward to that first regional coming down. Trying to get Troy Black on the show to talk about that as well. Uh, so, yeah, that original event will be in two weeks time and uh, it's going to be great. I didn't have time to get to the Joe Haynes barbecue song, Slow Smoked Meat, which is in the vein of Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top. But I'm sure we're going to be able to get to that next week. Trust me, well worth the wait, well worth the wait. And uh, again, on next, uh, next week's show, Derek Riches, Mike Peters from the Great American Barbecue Tour and Dr. Barbecue Ray Lampy. Michael McDearman coming up out of the break. So you're not going to want to miss that. We're going to be talking about the Grillmaster Tour and Getfiredupfoods.com. So stick around for that. Um, you know, look, if you're like me, who's not? Well, the majority of people. You're trying to think of ways to step up that barbecue and grilling game a notch or two or three. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little butcher barbecue to your arsenal. And trust me, I saw it firsthand when I was down in Miami, Oklahoma, uh, just a a few short weeks ago, uh, watching Dave turn out tasty food with the judges. Now, we all know the Butchers is well known for their injections. The pork, the beef, now the prime injection... Uh, which has combined all the things love from their beef injection using its award-winning flavor enhancer and its ability to keep your brisket juicy. They've combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. Available for sale right now, butcherbbq.com. That's butcherbbq.com. Now, perhaps you're looking for a go-to rubber sauce. Great news. You've hit the mother load here as well, friends. Butcher Barbecue, a full line of award-winning rubs. One of my personal favorites is that steak and brisket rub. Love the honey rub. That garnered a lot of attention last year. Now, try that premium rub, especially if you inject with Butcher's because it's formulated to work with the injection. Perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. And last but not least, Butcher's Barbecue, the sweet barbecue sauce. Look, when it comes to sauce, I'm as picky as it gets, especially if it's not mine. If it's mine, I love it. If it's not mine... It starts out like at a four if we're talking about judging scales, and it's got to work its way up. But Butcher's Barbecue Sauce wins in every category for me. Not overly sweet. A nice slice of tang, just the right amount of back end heat. For crying out loud, no liquid smoke. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce. Didn't take the easy way out like most people do when they add in that devil's urine, better known as liquid smoke. Here's what I suggest. Grab a box of six. You're going to save on shipping. It's going to go really fast in your house. I have a house full of four women. My wife, three daughters—they love Butcher's barbecue sauce. That says a lot. You got the women palate—you know, not huge fans of the smoke, but they love that sauce. So I always get six. You should too. And no worries on breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. Items totaling up to fifty-five bucks ship at eight dollars and fifty cents. Between fifty-five dollars and two hundred, ship at nine seventy-five. And anything over two hundred dollars, ships for free. So adding $0.0 and zero cents to your overall total. Head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. Stock up now. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Uh, Dave has a new chicken injection, which I hope someday we're going to be talking about. And of course, that trade-in program is still going on right now. So if you don't like, if you don't like what you have commercially with injection, send it to Dave. He'll send you back his product in return. That way you don't get screwed wasting money on an inferior product. ButcherBBQ.com. Butcher's Barbecue, always trust your butcher. Back with McDee right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
5: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
0: Great, my microphone wasn't up. Michael, how are you, buddy?
2: <laughs> I'm doing great, how are you?
0: <laughs> oh, man, I'm just getting used to everything working again, and obviously it's uh, taking a little bit of time. I just did a whole thing, my microphone wasn't up. Jesus oh, Oh, well, sometimes it's just one of those days. All right, uh, so uh, everybody can see Michael appearing at the Sam's Club local qualifiers. He does the Grill Masters Experience booth uh, teaching techniques when you're grilling beef, and we're going to be hitting on that a little bit, obviously, Michael, and, of course, that product that I've dubbed the Game Changer, uh, and we'll talk about that as well. First things first, though, Sam's Club is now a good eight events in right now, plenty more to go for sure. Uh, you have seen some of these events come off. Your perspective, and, and have you seen any rise in the level of talent from last year to this year?
2: You know, I think the Sands Club Tour is, is a great showcase, a lot like March Madness we see on TV, where you got the Wichita States and the folks that you may not expect to uh, wind up moving forward, uh, move on forward. We've had, I think, over the past four weeks, we've had four first-time KCBS winners. And uh, we've seen some new teams coming into the KCB, or excuse me, the Sam's Club event. So it's getting a, a good blend of uh, folks. You know, I think anybody who comes out and cooks, if they have three good cooks, they can walk away a huge winner.
0: Do you, When we talk about, if we talk about odds of a team being able to string together three good cooks over, you know, uh, quite a considerable amount of time, depending on when you start your first local, get into your regional, and then end up down in Bentonville. You know, what do you think the odds are of that happening? Is it like, you know, a two percent chance, a ten percent chance, a fifty percent chance? What do you think?
2: Oh, good gravy! Um, you know, <laughs> it's hard to put one good day together, and, and many of the folks in the chat room, I guarantee, you can attest to that. We've always got things we're battling and things we're doing. Uh, you know, you're looking at at uh, weather, you're looking at oh my goodness. Well, you know, Mike Richter was just saying about uh, on Chad on Chad's show, Whiskey Ben, about uh, you know there was some health issues. And even though folks came in and tried to help, it's a tough, tough sport. And um, you know, you're you're staying up all night sometimes with your cooker, having to babysit it thing. So I, I don't think that Vegas is going to be putting odds on any barbecue competitions anytime soon. Greg.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Michael McDearmon is my guest. Uh, you can find him a Grill Master Tour. Dot com and the uh, GetFiredUpFoods.com websites if you want to check them out. Uh, Michael, you do the grill master Tour portion of this tour for Sam's Club, which I alluded to in the open. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about what you're responsible for doing this year and what you look to accomplish each weekend when you're doing the grilling demos.
2: You know, I think it's a, a great opportunity to showcase... Not only the sport of barbecue that's low and slow, which, which we try and do with a presentation, usually about one o'clock, but I also do four hours of hot and fast for the public where I'm, I call it edutainment, where we're trying to educate and entertain and also take some of the pressure off the teams that are, are, um, in such a, uh, high traffic area with folks walking through and things with. With what I try and do is is bring our sponsors, which are, again, we've got Beef It's What's for Dinner this year, a great sponsor, and, and uh, such an easy uh, group to showcase the benefits and, and the techniques on beef. But then you've got Coca-Cola and Heinz this year and Bull Outdoor uh, products. Now, Coca-Cola coming on board is a fantastic blend. You know, you, you think about barbecue, you think about Coca-Cola, and you think about mixing things with Coca-Cola. It just happens that way. With... Uh, kinds. We're showcasing some different sauces and, and trying to showcase how the, the competition teams mix up a, a base sauce and add things to it to, to make it a, uh, a sauce of their own with their own flavor profile. So we're we're teaching folks how they can do that at home. And, and uh, then, of course, the force and steps to a great steak. Now, I've taught two-time and, and reigning junior world champs how to cook steak, so I go over that with the public, and I'll go as deep into the cooking process that they have questions for, but four simple steps to preheat your grill to 325 to 350, five to seven minutes on the first side, getting great grill marks, and then that's your showcase side. Flip it over, cook to an internal temp of 140 degrees. Grandma's cookies rise up. After you take them out of the oven, they rise up and finish cooking. Uh, Same thing with a steak. You've worked it on that grill, and you want to let it rest, but while it's resting for five to seven minutes, you uh, will see a little bit more spike in temperature. So that's the four simple steps, and there you go.
0: What's is, is that like the most common question that you're asked no matter where you are in the country is, you know, how can I grill a good steak? Or if not, what is the most common question that you're fielding?
2: I think we're bucking the system a little bit and uh, showing people how to cook on medium heat. Most of them are trying to crank it up on high and, and hot sear their steaks. And, and I don't know about y'all, but I got a wallet that prefers to buy select or choice steaks. <laughs> I, my, my tongue definitely prefers to buy the, the prime steaks but uh if you take a choice steak and you follow those four steps you're actually going to be tender and juicy just like a prime steak will be but without losing the moisture and uh you know i think they're amazed at just the simplicity and the flavor profiles you can bring to beef
0: a lot of people are probably listening to you saying 325 350 it's not even hard it's not even hot enough to put char marks or uh, the grilling marks on my steak let alone cook it properly but this is a method that you have tested time and time again and it's one that you're doing now for years on the grill master tour is it hard to to kind of rework that thinking
2: the beauty is i get to hand them a piece and say taste this you know when they've got a sample and they get to actually put it in their mouth and you see you know my labrador retriever at the house if i whistle funny; he'll cock his head to the side and look at me That's a lot of the same looks that I get from people. They put it in their mouth, and they're like, what is, oh, my gosh. And you get to see those genuine reactions as they taste the steaks. Um, Now, you're actually caramelizing the grill marks, which is healthier. If you char grill marks into a steak, you're actually burning it. And the char is actually a carcinogen, which is cancer-causing. You Also, just like we do, we want clean smoke when we're smoking in a barbecue competition. You don't want to leave that soot and residue, that ash and acidity, uh, on the meat, you want to leave the the good flavors there, and uh, when people start putting that uh, that caramelized sugar grill mark into their mouth, they're going to get more of a sweet flavor.
0: Michael McDermott joining me here on the show grillmastertour.com dot com. Also, getfiredupfoods.com dot com. His web address is there out there on the internet. Do you think that the, the Food Network people and those big, high-profile, big-head chefs are are doing a disservice to a large amount when they're talking about the, the grilling aspect of things? They're talking about searing, sealing in the juices of the steak and going at 800 and 900 degrees to put in a sear and, and do all this stuff. Uh, is there, because food in general has become so popular, especially on television, is there a large amount of misinformation uh, when it comes to this, in your opinion?
2: I think that they're selling the sizzle is my phrase for it. I compare it to born-on-dating with beer. I've had 13-year-old beer before that was plenty tasty and was perfectly safe. Also compare it to steaks, the things that you've heard about steaks about, well, you need to set it out on the counter to let it get to room temperature. Well, actually, no, you don't. Which prime steakhouse out there has a whole room of counter space that they're setting their steaks out on? Uh, just to get the room temperature, plus food safety-wise. Uh, if you leave a steak out at 90-degree heat, in, even in the shade, uh, you've got half an hour, 45 minutes, and, and it's growing stuff. You've got to be careful. I also try and solve people's problems. A lot of backyard cooks, you know, they, they run into these infernos where they're getting all this fat dripping down onto the uh, coals or something, and it's flaring up. Well, if they go straight from the fridge to the grill, then they're actually going to wind up having less flare-ups because the fat won't render out, and it'll stay in the steak, giving them flavor, giving them juiciness, giving them tenderness.
0: Are you a gas grill guy? Or are you a charcoal grill guy? Or are you whatever grill you got in front of you? guy?
2: Ah, there it is. Whatever grill I got in front of me. And you know <laughs> what? You can cook on almost anything. It's all heats and eats. Um, it's a matter of figuring out. Just like in the smokers, which your barbecue cooks, uh, they they got to know their smoker. they got to know the hot spots on the jambos. you got to know that the microwave shelf is going to run hotter. It's, uh, it's all about the heat and
0: eats. So last year, Michael, we talked about uh, at least a little bit about a product, and, and you were so excited about how its effect could maybe even possibly change the landscape of competition chicken. Uh, what is the product called? And tell us a little bit about it.
2: Well, you termed it the game changer when you heard me describe it. It's the chicken changer. And uh, the chicken changer is actually a cast iron trough that is a chicken finishing tool. You don't have to change your program one bit. You continue your program as it is, uh, except I don't recommend using an outside rub. You'll invert the, say you're doing a lollipop thigh or a chicken, a regular chicken thigh, which most cooks do. Uh, invert it, and put it into the trough with a weight plate on the top. All you've done is preheat it to your preference of 325, 350 on up to 425, depending on what end goal you're looking for. A lot of teams are doing the 350 range for about 60 seconds. And uh, they'll preheat it and and take it out, and then you've got a rendered-out skin that actually is easier to bite through and holds bite through for a lot longer. Uh, As a normal chicken cools, It'll get rubbery, and the risk of pulling it off uh, runs high, and that's a big judge markdown. You know, I get the luxury on the Sam's tour of getting to talk to judges after they've judged, and they come up to taste my ribeyes. I ask them different questions about what they're looking for and, and uh, how their, their um, experience is with certain things, and you get to actually figure out a lot of what they're looking for. And I also loomed with, my college roommate was a dentist, so we talked a little bit about it. And you know, the bottom teeth are duller and they don't bite through as much. So that's usually the folded part of the skin. That's also why we came up with the weight plate side, so that it'll actually render out that side of the skin as well, so you'll get bite through all around. I've had great response so far from uh, the teams that have have used it. Uh, It's it's easy to um, season because it is cast iron, you wanna season it. The actual two-time and reigning world champs, they just got their 2013 world champs in uh, Dutch oven, cast-iron cooking, and uh, they had one rendered up in about an hour with some West and and uh, they said they put their test chicken in before the Sands event this weekend, and it was like the skin wasn't even there. They ran it uh, great. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of how you want to end up. You can even go for the, the holy grail of crispy skin, and that's attainable with the, with the chicken changer
0: was there a lot of prototyping that took place during this, you know, when you're thinking about it actually getting it to market or was it, you know, a pretty simple thing from start to market?
2: It's, you know, there are prototypes that we went through and, and we actually did, um, uh, I call it 3d printing where it lays it out in plastic and gives you a 3d mold. Yep. We went high tech. I had a PhD, um, working with me and, uh, you know, also, a uh, um, uh, master's mechanical engineer, and, and we actually went through the prototypes. Worked, I went down and, and uh, talked with the foundries because luckily I'm in Tennessee during the winter. And we have a place called South Pittsburgh. Y'all may have heard of the <laughs> cast iron place there called Lodge. Well, oh, that yeah. place uh, has the largest iron ore deposits, and that's why a lot of foundries are down there. So we went down there and, and um, got it, uh, hand, each one hand poured and USA made. So it's no uh, no China product. It's all U.S.
0: Now, we talk about it being a, a real helper to the competition folks or, or the people that you kind of referenced there a couple minutes ago, but what about the backyard hacks like me? Is this something that I would be able to benefit from too?
2: Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I wanted to throw out a couple other things too, just on the competition side before we hit backyard. Um, you know, if they do this separation thing, that money muscle would go awfully nice in that trough. And teams are using it not just as a finishing tool. Some teams are using it as a uh, trough that they'll actually put their chicken in so that it forms and gives the same curvature of the thighs in the box. So you're actually getting almost identical curvature on each thigh so that when you have that presentation score, that appearance score, you're going to get higher marks. Um, we've got everything from uh, buttered corn and, and all kinds of different things that you can do in that chicken trough. Um, it winds up caramelizing. Again, caramelizing is what I'm after. Not burnt char, but caramelizing. And uh, in the corn, it gets fantastic caramel uh, on the kernels and, and uh, just a little butter in there, and you're eating good.
0: Michael McDiarmid joining me here on the show. Again, the website, you can check him out at grillmastertour.com, getfiredupfoods.com. Uh, so the backyard guy can benefit from this as well. I mean, you know, you're around these competition guys every weekend you see top teams all the time bite through chicken skin you know while not mandatory by rule is pretty much understood to be a key component in scoring well so how would you go about getting bite through skin if you weren't going to use the chicken changer
5: you know
2: there's a lot of different techniques you know you hear the the techniques of using mayonnaise and the best thing is the the chicken butter striking skins that's that's what's going to get you bite through skin and you you know, if I'm using a, um, if I'm using chicken thighs, I'll look at organics in my area, but I'll also look for that translucent white skin and that's going to get you the easiest bite through and, and great skin for competition chicken. Uh, you know, you buy the family packs and the steroided chickens, they've got some excess fat on them and a little bit thicker skin and you just got to do some extra work there.
0: How many chicken thighs can you get in a trough?
2: You know, you could fit three organics, but i prefer to recommend folks two, and that way your tongs are not going to mess up when you're trying to feed them down in between. Remember, this is a chicken finishing tool, and if I'm taking my chicken out of the smoker and I'm putting it into this this trough for about 60 seconds and I put two in at a time, then I dunk for sauce or however you apply your sauce and put it on a rack to set it, uh, you're going to have a little assembly line going through. Uh, if you want two or three, you know, we'll provide you two or three, no worries. And there are teams out there that uh, would like three, um, you know, so they could do all six of their pieces that they've chosen at once. And what I recommend is a half pan. You know, it is cast iron. To keep temperature in it, you could put holes down the side of each trough, and that will keep heat transferring into the uh, cast iron, but it's not necessary because cast iron retains its heat so well. So I would recommend uh, um, you know, if they want to use multiple troughs, put them in a half pan and uh, or a half cookie sheet, and that'll give you easy um, easy
0: maneuverability. All right. So where can you get it and what are we looking at price point-wise?
2: Absolutely. Well, each one's handmade, like I said. We're looking at $30 and a one-time charge for that order of 12 shipping. You order a dozen of them, you get still $12.95 uh, flat rate shipping. Uh, you can get them at Get Fired Up Foods. I encourage folks to go on and check it out. We'll be continuing to grow our library of recipes. Uh, classes will be on there as well as my blogs and videos. I even uh, put up the episodes when I'm in uh, on Barbecue Central Radio. I put those up uh, there under the uh, videos and things, too. So you've got a great site just as a resource. But you'll also have my schedule on there. So if you're looking to find me and, and come out and find out about some steaks or even the classes and things, check it out. It's and nice to have you.
0: I assume you'll be in uh, Renton, Washington this coming weekend, McDee?
2: I can't wait. I'm in Salt Lake City right now and um I'm going to start driving up. I'm going to hit Boise and and who knows, you know, Snake Rivers on the way. I'll either hit them on the way up or on the way back. Love to to stop in and say hi and then I'll go on to Renton, uh which is Seattle for most folks. And then we'll make our way down to Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas, and it's going to be my birthday weekend. So I'm looking forward to that too.
0: Can you believe that? Literally, we're just over two weeks away from closing down this region in Las Vegas. That's crazy already.
2: You know it really is, and and uh, but we've been driving like an express train too. So I've been putting <laughs> the windshield uh, time in, and uh, I can believe it when we're out here. But the big thing is is seeing all these folks excited, you know, about the format and about the. The, uh, moving on, and you know, I've heard teams for a couple weeks, can't wait until I get to Vegas, you know, it, it's just a terrific atmosphere and an energy
0: Michael McDearman, you can find him at the Grillmaster Tour, which uh, travels along with the Sam's Club uh, local regional and uh, national qualify there, uh, grillmastertour.com and of course, getfiredupfoods.com grab your chicken change, you'll be happy you did that, Michael, always appreciate the time, buddy, thanks for coming on
2: appreciate you, Greg, bye-bye
0: all right, take care. There he is, Michael Nicked-Dierman. Getfiredupfoods.com and oh, grillmastertour.com. Hopefully you had your notebook out because Michael given up a lot of information on that one, ladies and gentlemen. I think he said he put corn in the chicken trough as well. Corn. All right, uh, coming up onto the break... The smoke and Guitar Player uh, also will be giving away another Slabs Backyarder combo pack. So be ready for that. And then uh, after Fred Bernardo, a $10 gift card from the superstore.com Huge show tonight. Giving it all away for free. That's what we do. As the songs say, you know, we, we give stuff away to give stuff away. That's why it's free. Send an email on its way. I'm not going to sit here and sing it for you. You could encourage me to, though. I would. Swear to God. All right, thanks to Michael McDiarmid for joining me. You know what I love to do regardless of the time of year? Love to cook on my grills and smokers. If you have a charcoal-fired outdoor cooking appliance, I encourage you to give Kebroke Hardwood Lump Charcoal a try for your next cooking session. Quite simply, one of the best kept secrets around and used by award-winning barbecue competition teams and backyard warriors, just like this guy that's right charcoal, hardwood charcoal made from natural hardwood trees without any additives they only use high quality wood for their charcoal not scrap wood or any other wood waste or additives this is the real charcoal that humans have made for thousands of years and since we left the caves and moved on to our patio decks that's right it's the same stuff and all natural hardwood charcoal performs significantly better than regular charcoal it burns longer hotter produces lower amounts of ash but the taste that will impart on your flavor is second to none. Here's what you do. Visit kebroak.com, K-E-B-R-O-A-K, kebroak.com to find out more about this product. They ship to all continental U.S. states through amazon.com. Check this out. Amazon offers free shipping on all their bags. But the most attractive option is the 40-pound bag, which you can get for about $1 per pound. That's right, $1 per pound of high-quality hardwood charcoal that you can't find locally and delivered directly to your door by Amazon.com. No more hassles of dragging bags through the supermarket, getting your cold cuts dirty because it's the first thing you picked up when you got in the supermarket, getting your car full of dust, all that stuff. You can have it delivered to you. I used it just this past weekend. I made a a grilled pineapple upside-down cake, which is phenomenal. I uh, fired up the charcoal to grilling temperature like 500 degrees, grilled off the pineapple rings, and then choked my Bubba keg all the way down to like barbecue temperature, 200 degrees. Uh, I started grilling at 3, choked it down around 3.10, and then just let it run at barbecue temperature for three hours. Six o'clock, I came back on, threw open the vent. I tossed open the bottom vent. It spiked right back up to 500 degrees within seven or eight minutes. And then I grilled off some hot dogs for the people who didn't want the brisket. Who doesn't want my brisket. And I had charcoal left open. This stuff is clean burning and long-lasting, just like they say. Personal testimony for me, I use it every weekend. Uh, So look, the the secret of Southern Miami for years is now available for the country to enjoy. Kebroke Charcoal, get yours now again, it's kebroke.com, K-E-B-R-O-A-K, kebroke.com. We're right back with the smoking guitar player himself, Fred Bernardo. Stick around, we'll be right back.
5: stuff away for no money. that's why it's free
1: of charge you can win stuff and i'll give it away for free
0: i right, want to make sure i got heat on the microphone this time i don't want to talk and nobody hear me i can still hear myself in my ear when there's no heat on the microphone it's stupid all right the final giveaway to uh the final slabs giveaway tonight backyarder combo pack let me shoot the picture up here for you so you know what you're getting uh, this comes with a 12.5-ounce container of Perk Up Your Pork, Wow Your Cow, Birds and Bones, a 16-ounce bottle of Complete Your Meat barbecue sauce, and a 16-ounce bottle of Amazing Glaze. Again, you can pick yours up if you don't win at theslabs.com. That's theslabs.com. Thanks to uh, Stephanie Wilson for donating not one, not two, but no less than three of these backyarder packs. Again, with the Perk Up Your Pork, Wow Your Cow, Birds and Bones, and then uh, two bottles of Sauce, the Complete Your Meat Sauce, and the Amazing Glaze. You send me an email, and in the subject line it says, Michael Dearman." That's all you got to do, but you got to spell it right in order for you to win. Your chance for the Backyard Combo Pack from theslabs.com. Good luck. Now's the time where we give stuff away. What? People give us stuff on the show. Oh, man. Hold on a second. I screwed up somewhere. Where does that go? Here's Fred's segment. All right, hold on. We got to put this back in there. Where's the one minute? There we go. Is that right? Got to be right. Stand by.
5: Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
0: Alright, we are back. If you want to jump in 877-448-0433 You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com Joining me now Guy who I love to have on the show, a loyal, longtime supporter for years and years and years. Uh, you know him as the smoking guitar player, Fred Bernardo of Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. Oh, look at that! He's already got something going right
1: now. Fred, what's up, buddy?
0: <laughs> Fred, how are you, buddy?
1: Not bad. How you doing, Greg? I'm nice doing... beard, there, buddy. What's that? I said, "Nice beard." Is that new? That beard? Uh, well,
0: I just here. Let me show it to you. Look at this thing. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, got a little gray. Yeah, it's a little.
0: It's uh, it's. I got about uh, five weeks on it, I think.
1: Trying to get a little light on the issue here.
0: Yeah, get a little light up there. What's going on with Fred Bernard?
1: Look at this up here. Look. Look at that, man. That's weird.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Uh, so uh, Fred Bernardo joining us here on the show. Of course, you can find him at TastyLakesBBQ.com. When I do the reads, Fred, I always say, you know, if you're dealing with somebody online, you got to have reputable people because a lot of people have been screwed on the Internet. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, the Internet can be a, a dangerous place when we're talking about money that you're spending uh, from time to time. And, uh, you know, you're. I guess, a, are you a rare business in the fact that typically what you have Online uh, listed for sale is actually something that you inventory. You're not like drop shipping all over the place.
1: I, uh, I actually I think maybe we are, but I mean that's just the way I do it. You know we sell a lot of small items, and I like to be a one stop. In other words, somebody should be able to go to me and get a couple bottles of sauce, a bag of charcoal, a, a rib rack, a thing of rub, da 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 da. And frankly, I I don't know how everybody keeps track of it if they're drop shipping. So we we have everything in the place. Uh, well, you know we try to keep everything in the place, but. We ship 99% of the stuff ourselves, and we keep it in stock. That's uh, sort of a hangover from my music store days. You know, Music stores love inventory.
0: There you go. Uh, Fred Bernardo joining us here on the show. So uh, main reason tonight we're coming on is the fact that you had had one Harry Sue of Slap Yo Daddy hold a uh, competition cooking class. Is it two weeks removed at this point or almost two weeks? I think
1: it's about two weeks out. Hey, did I mention... That we have tasty licks barbecue bumper stickers. Really, I, I almost forgot to mention that. So if you send me an email, anybody, I'll like mail you one. Right. Okay, now what were we talking about?
0: Uh, evidently, you had this uh, Harry Sue at your place, and you did a competition. Harry cooking Sue, cooking. yes,
1: he was uh, he was really fun, really fun. Uh, had two classes, you know, over the course of two days, and Harry was in beautiful downtown Chillington for uh, an entire weekend. Uh, he is one energetic dude. Let me tell you that, buddy. Really energetic. Uh, he got in Friday at maybe noon, and uh, he was pretty much cooking and running back and forth to the hotel around the clock.
0: So you know? w- what was his, do you have his agenda prior to him showing up, like he says, I need this and I need that, uh, or is he just like, hey, I'll just kind of set up when I get there and, and just kind of flow, go with the flow? What's the deal?
1: Well, my experience is with these kind of things that most of the people that do these things are used to getting there and having nothing ready for them, but I'm... I've been doing promotions for a lot of years and I've had a lot of clinicians in in the music business, you know, uh famous uh, rock players and studio musicians. So I we and me and my crew we really like to prepare ahead. So I me and Harry had a a shared document online that we worked on a elaborate hit list and timetable. Uh, Harry doesn't cook by time necessarily, but we needed a timetable, you know, to know when each you know uh each meet was going on so some would be ready during the class and we'd be putting some on during the class and when would that come off and be held, et cetera, et cetera, when we were gonna light the next smoker. Uh, but he was at my store around the clock, three o'clock in the morning. We had smokers out on the front porch.. Wow. Uh, he like I say, he is one energetic guy. So yeah, we had this detailed list, every little detail, you know, every single little thing that we needed. All right, and, so uh, pulled it off pretty good. What
0: was the what was the itinerary of the class? If I shelled out the money to, to come down and, and check out Harry Sue's class and visit tropical uh, Shillington, Pennsylvania, what would I have been in for?
1: It was certainly tropical. As a matter of fact, that was the first time Harry experienced a, a class in the snow. Now, we only had cookers in the snow outside, and it was just flurrying a little bit, but uh, he was quite amazed. He ran outside and started taking pictures. Uh, anyway, he, he did Harry's class is almost more backyard than competition. He teaches the four competition meats and how he does it all in one Weber. Uh but the, it's it's basically 15 foods. So he does all his signature foods like he has a signature cornbread an ahi tuna dish, uh tri-tip. Um well, uh, you know, various things like I say there's a coleslaw like he has a slappy delicious coleslaw. He shows how to make a basic rub, a basic sauce. Uh and we had Todd Johns the year before. I tr- I'm tr- trying to bring like one well-known pitmaster every year. And Harry it was very good. Harry was exactly the opposite of Todd Johns from the Plowboys, you know. And they're both IT guys in their day jobs, but the the approach was exactly opposite. And a lot of the people had taken both classes both years, and it, it really was quite cool. All right. You so know, what what
0: kind of a reaction if you have you know a, a, a decent percentage of people that took. The Plowboys class last year that are now signing up for Harry Sues. If it's that drastic of a uh, methodology or or an approach, what was their feedback to you? Was it like, hey, I, I'm glad to see you know the side of the sun and the side of the moon? Were they now completely confused? What
1: was the feedback? Um, you know, from the people that took them both years, they pretty much said to me, you know, another home run ball. Uh, <laughs> it, it was really a, a another really cool thing, and uh, just both both of the the classes were. Uh, were excellent and they they were completely opposite but uh, you know I, the people that were at both years just loved seemed to love them both
0: now you're a very customer oriented guy you, you want to make sure that people are coming in the store or whether they're doing business online with you are satisfied so what are people reporting back to you that their biggest takeaways were? Uh, typically, you take a, a class or you go to a sales seminar. I mean, you don't reap everything, but typically there's two or three things that you're like, yeah, that's something I'm going to apply directly to my next contest or my next sales call or whatever. Uh, what were some of the, the things being repeated back to you as the, the top things of the
1: class? Right. I well, you know, different people had different aha moments. I can tell you for myself, there were a couple of things. You know, Harry mixes. Uh, all his uh, injections etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera, at home and of course so that so he's prepared and and not uh, not at the contest which is the same as I did but what he does different is he, he'll do like eight batches and freeze them and the same thing oh. when he's trimming briskets or trimming meat in other words when he gets a couple of cases of brisket he trims them all for competition I mean completely you know maybe eight or ten of them at one time and then seals them and and vacuums them pre-trim. Now, I've, I've been freezing some things ahead of time when I find some nice stuff and, you know, getting it out a couple of days before the contest and trimming it the day before the contest and then taking it. But he actually does, you know, four, five, six, eight, whatever. And and the same thing with chicken. He does a lot of pieces of chicken at one time and then freezes them for each contest. So it's all done. So kind of like a almost like assembly line. And I know that's that's one thing I got. And I think different people got different things out of it. Um, it was really uh, quite interesting. You know, very informative.
0: Do Do a lot of people or a lot of pit masters that y- you talk to and this is a question i guess i've never asked and i've i guess been hearing a little bit more about it recently i've heard that it's like never good to freeze beef if you're going to be using it for competition is that not the case
1: well i'm sure there's people that you talk to that would be much more of an expert than me but i can tell you that um, i do you know like sort of introductory classes you know and I did a brisket class about a month ago, and I had some people there that have been competing, and I cooked one fresh and one that had been frozen for eight months, and uh, no difference. You know, Matter of fact, the frozen one just happened to be maybe better. I mean, maybe it was just a different cut of meat or something. But myself personally, I mean, I, I've only taken a reserve. I haven't even taken one grand champion, but uh, I did pretty good last year, and some of that stuff, some of the stuff that I got the best – Finishes with was frozen for months and months and months because we have trouble finding decent meat here. You know? So I think that's it. I think the freezing doesn't matter.
0: Fred Bernardo joining us here on the show. TastyLicksBBQ.com is the place to go to buy uh, pretty much anything and everything that you need for your barbecue and grilling arsenal. There's the bumper sticker, by the way. Uh, send him an email. I'll send it right out to you so you can put it on your hot ride and make it even hotter if it's possible. Um, all right, Fred. So, uh, you know, your, your summer Tory thoughts of Harry Sue's class, and it, is this somebody you would like to have back uh, sooner than later?
1: Yeah, I, I'm already talking to Harry next year, and... We also took some suggestions on other people uh, that some people would like to see come to the East Coast, and uh, you know I'll tell all your uh, viewers and listeners out there, you know if you have a suggestion of somebody you'd like to see come in next spring, you know let me know now because I plan way ahead of time. I'm I'm a planner, so uh, send me suggestions, Fred at or Fred at FredsMusic.com, and uh, you know I've talked to everybody, most of the big guys and uh if we can work it into the schedule and i think i'm gonna have harry back next, next year but even a lot of the locals you know for like backyard really were interested i mean harry's uh he's really an entertaining guy and just a just a hell of a guy i gotta tell you he uh you know donates the money his the money party uh he's just spreading the word you know um uh, just a sincere great guy and uh re- really different you know and uh I got to tell you, he made a profound uh, impact on some of us.
0: Did he talk about the 145-degree internal temperature chicken deal with you guys? No. What? No. He didn't? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> are, are you just saying um, that because you don't want to get in trouble with the FDA?
1: Oh, no, no. I I, 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 I didn't hear any mention of that. As a matter of fact, he, he did <laughs> very little on uh, temperature looking by temperature. Although chicken, he did have more of a system. But I didn't hear 145. I did hear a temperature come from him, but... uh for for taking it off and saucing etc cetera, etc cetera, maybe putting it back on and it was close to that but i didn't hear 145 i'll have so. to link
0: up uh, the last time i had harry on the show I'll, I'll send you the link to the archive so you can listen to it. i think you would find it fascinating being a kcbs cook and just a cook in general as far as what he's doing with chicken temperatures uh, nevertheless we I'd press love on to hear it. uh you there's a hundred dollar off coupon right now going on through green mountain grills which of course they can take advantage of at tasty looks as well
1: absolutely you can call us an order um, you know call us an order come in the store uh got all the models in stock it's a hundred dollar deal uh they're great cookers as a matter of fact uh i've been having some ribs problems and uh harry's ribs really just knocked me out i mean i was just i think the ribs that he made the, at the first day's session were the best i've ever had and uh, after i thought about it he cooked them on the green mountain you know which i abandoned last year
0: <laughs> abandoned <laughs> so, uh, for barbecue one right
1: yeah well you know we 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 bought a jambo you know i wasn't spending quite enough money right you know so i i decided i had to spend a whole bunch more money <laughs> and uh... but seriously i'm telling you that it was the best i've ever had and uh... and it was just on the green mountain i mean they're, they're very nice girls we are going to start handling uh... in our store not really online mac grills another high-end pellet grill that's a uh, very popular and uh, we have some country smokers around. I mean, we, we do three or four brands of pellet grills. Uh, I, I like pellet grills. I think they're uh, really cool.
0: Yeah, I like them, know? too. You can uh, check out Fred's entire inventory, TastyLicksBBQ.com. Uh, Mother's Day is actually coming up. Uh, maybe there's not a huge amount of women that are partaking in the uh, barbecue deal, but I think every year that passes, more women are getting out there, getting in front of a grill, getting in front of a barbecue, and kind of taking the reins or at least joining their male counterpart do you have any specific, like, Mother's Day gift suggestions uh, for mm-hmm, uh, for us mm-hmm. to look at for our ladies?
1: Not necessarily, but I do have a lot of gift packages, you know, Ooh. various forms, some with baskets. If you go to the website and just uh, hit gift ideas, like, that we have all different kind of packages, and my daughter's involved in that now, so she assembles them and designs them and stuff, so there's, like, you know, a beginner one and a turkey one and a, a salmon one and Uh, uh, really a good selection of those things. So I, I had somebody just buy uh the family bought the mother a a Primo oval setup. You know, not a not a cheap thing. No, I uh I taught her how to light it and use it today. As a matter of fact, for Mother's Day, you know, an early Mother's Day present.
0: That's a that would be good. That's a Primo
1: gift, right? That is a Primo (laughs) gift. You are absolutely correct, Greg. Uh,
0: Other events (laughs) that are coming up at uh, Tasty Lakes, Fred.
1: Yeah, we're going to have uh, a guy from Weber cooking on a gas grill. do you ever see one of those before? It's a newfangled thing. It uses some kind of gas. Anyway, a gas grill, a guy from Weber that they're sending in, an, an actual genuine chef. Wow. And he's going to be there Saturday for two, three hours cooking all kinds of stuff. And... Uh, We had this same guy two years ago, and he's actually really good. He just stands there grilling and shows you how to do things. So that's going to be this Saturday. And then a couple weeks after that, uh, I forget the date, we're going to have like an all-day like grill fest thing where we'll have all our stuff out and have demonstrations and maybe the radio station over and, you know, have that kind of of fun and games. And all this is on the website. And then classes coming up, you know, from time to time, I do a bread class, a pizza class, you know, a barbecue class of some kind, you know.
0: All good stuff. Uh, Fred Bernardo is the purveyor, owner, and overall uh, over, overall overseer, is that right, of uh, right. com. Uh, Fred, always appreciate the time and, uh, most importantly, the sponsorship over the years. Uh, I continue to appreciate your support. We'll look for you again soon, buddy.
1: And, Greg, maybe I could take just a second and yes. thank everybody out there. You know, we've shipped about 35,000 orders since 2007, wow. and I uh, just want to thank everybody out there that uh, – You know, order stuff from us, and uh, you're giving about a half a dozen people some pretty decent jobs, you know. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep plugging along, and I'll see you out there competing this year, folks.
0: All right, there he is, Fred Bernardo. Appreciate it. Tastylicksbbq.com. Reputable, in stock. Reputable and in stock. Typically words you don't hear used in the same sense. At least I don't. Maybe you come from a different place where everybody's honest and fair. (laughs) I do. All right. Uh, quickly, let me tell you about Barbecuer's Delight wood pellets. Uh, I do have a, a, a Grilla out back. Um, if you own one of these that we just talked about, you can get a $100 off uh, certificate on Green Mountain Grills right now. Uh, green Mountain Grills. They need pellets, right? Now, Green Mountain Grill uh, probably has their own line of pellets as well. Uh, I prefer Barbecuer's Delight. The, the choice of... Uh, Backyard people just like me also, many competition cooks out there on the circuit. Uh, these pellets are processed from sawdust through a pressure generation that makes heat, so any contaminants in the wood are eliminated. The process produces a sterile smoking wood product of consistent quality pellets, easy to use since you don't soak in water prior to use. It's easy to blend wood flavors to produce consistent results each and every time because you're using Barbecuer's light wood pellets. Do yourself a favor. Go over and grab some Barbecuers Delight pellets right now. Visit them, bbqrsdelight.com. Check out all the flavors that they have, like 16 or 17 flavors. Stop fussing with the chunks and the sticks and get Barbecuers Delight, the choice, again, of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. bbqrsdelight.com. That's bbqrsdelight.com. Right, uh, straight ahead, a $10 gift card from the Barbecue Superstore, courtesy of Richard Parker. Stick around. We'll be right back for that. Now's the time where we give stuff away. People give us stuff on the show to give away at no money for you. That's why it's free. Send an email on its way when I tell you to. That's why
3: we give stuff
0: away. All right, once again, a $10 gift card from the bbqsuperstore.com, the bbqsuperstore.com. Send me an email, smokin' guitar player. Make sure the punctuation's right. Smokin' guitar player. Winner of the Slabs giveaway uh, this past segment before Fred came on, Philip McGrain. Is that right, Philip McGrain. Congratulations, Philip. Uh, send me your shipping info. And reference that you won one of the Slabs Backyarder Combo Packs. Philip McGrain. I'll get that over to Stephanie. Uh, but for now, you get a $10 gift card from the BBQ Superstore. Smokin' Guitar Player.
5: Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
0: All right, we are back. Uh, David Garza wins the $10 gift card. Fast Fingers Dave. Is that what we call him? Fast Fingers Dave?
3: Sunshine!
0: Uh, Thanks again to Fred Bernardo for joining me this past segment. And I believe we got everybody covered there Christopher Sorrell, Juan Vasquez, Todd uh, Wernicki, Philip McGrain, and David Garza, all winners tonight. Thanks again to uh, Stephanie Wilson of theslabs.com for donating uh, no less than three backyarder combo packs. Also, thanks to John Patty from J.P. Custom Smoke for the 14-ounce pork rub and the 14-ounce chicken rub going to Juan. And, of course, uh, Richard Parker, the standby giveaway, a $10 gift card from the BBQ superstore.com. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up right quick. Uh, we go all the way back to the first hour. Daniel Pomerantz joined me, talked about the what I've kind of referred to as the Crank Apron incident of last August. Uh, so I appreciate him coming on and just kind of laying it out from his perspective. Again, I'll be reaching out to KCBS to, to get their, at least to allow them the opportunity to come on and explain their side. Uh, 20% chance I think that'll happen. Maybe less. But we'll see. Got it off. That's why I'm not affiliated with anybody. It's an open forum for the discussion. Uh, second hour, we had Michael McDermott, McDee. Uh, the grillmastertour.com, Also, GetFiredUpFoods.com Talking about the Chicken Changer 30 bucks, Another 13 for shipping But if you buy 20 of them, it's still $12 for shipping, so that's nice And then helping me close the show A smoke guitar player himself, Fred Bernardo From TastyLicksBBQ.com $100 off Green Mountain Grills Right now, print off that coupon And take full advantage of that Always give Fred first consideration if you're looking to, to buy some stuff for your grilling and barbecue arsenal. Uh, send him an email. Tell me you want a Tasty barbecue barbecue sticker. Why not? Uh, if you have raw cast iron, reseason it each and every time. Uh, after you've done your burn off, hit it with a grill brush. Knock off the bits. Hit a little Pam or Crisco. Let it burn back in. Get you years of rust-free service. Generations of rust-free Things that you could hand down to your grandchildren. Or kids first. And if your kids don't cook, then your grandchildren. Also, September 11th, 2001, I will never forget... Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.